Upload date is Thursday, June 2nd, episode 259. <laughs> here we go. In three, two. Smiles. Here we go. My name is Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio when I was just 19 years old, and I put in a loyal 26 years to the same radio station, the former Kix 1015 in Atlanta. After radio my entire life, podcasting, this became my second act. Welcome. Hi, Donna. Okay. My name is Donna, and I'm Caddy's wife. Okay. Do you know how, like, on the last episode, we were talking about, um, oh, should I do the one thing about me first? Do whatever you like, Donna. Okay. Let me do the one thing about me first. I spent time on Brett Michaels' tour bus. Not by myself. Let me be really clear. With some other people. Period. Okay. Who's he from? Poison. Poison. That's right. Yes. He's tiny. He's coming to uh, Brightmore Amphitheater. He weighs about 10 pounds soaking wet. He's so cute. He's a little tiny, 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 tiny. Yeah. He's got the cutest little tiny hiney you've ever seen. But anyways, um, that was some fun, but we're not going to talk about it. Uh-huh. Anyway. Okay. So, um, all right. So, you know how we talked about <gasps> this, and I know we're going to talk about it with Carl, this um, crime ring that I thwarted, right? Yeah. Okay. So, my biggest fear, as you know, was... Are they going to go cut down my graduation banner? Which is not my graduation banner. It's just one of our our daughter Olivia is on the graduation banner with four other kids, which is good because this year there's not like ten kids, so you, you get, get more square. You footage. get some real estate, yeah, real yeah. estate. I like that. So you had a great question, which led me back to the portrait situation with um, your mom. Who gets custody of the graduation banner? You asked me. Should we just go up there and just? Zip, take, uh, take the whole uh, thing. Uh, yeah. Do you cut your child's name out? Oh my gosh. Or like do you just, pink and shears? Or do you take your section? Because that was always one of the big things with your mom is she wanted the kids to get a portrait done, but she wanted one portrait of all three of them together, which begged the question, who gets the portrait? Like, Will's not going to want it. Well, you don't know that. Okay. But do we cut, do we cut it into three? So mom is only going to pay for one. Correct. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. That's a good question. Who do you ask about the banner, though? Because this is, I mean, there's a banner in front of every neighborhood from here to, to Anchorage, Alaska, right? Um, well, I think I'm going to reach out to Sharice. Have you she, Googled it? Have you Googled it? What happens no, to the neighborhood graduation banner? I don't know that it would come up on Google, oh, but she me? is like, Look. Sharice is the expert of all things having to do with graduation. We paid for Will's graduation banner. The new, there's a fun committee. There is a fun senior committee now with our um, community group. What, like the HOA, you think? Yes. Okay. And so they handled all the details. Now, the banner was a little boring. It got up a little late. But hey, you know what? I didn't have to pay for it. I mean, I am paying for it. Trust me, I'm paying for it. What does that mean? Did we pay for it? We didn't pay for it, but you're paying for it in your dues somewhere down there. You know. Did they pitch it as you're not paying for it? Yes. Okay. Well, I mean, that's smart. Well, they handled it. Yeah. yeah. Are you kind of petty when you're dr- – like, okay, in the past we've talked about, like, you know, this, is a, this can cause a lot of – angst for kids putting up these graduation banners if you haven't decided where you're going to go if maybe you're going to a trade school they're next to a kid who has a harvard logo yeah i mean and i am totally intimidating i completely understand that i get that now there are times when i have been driving around lately and like i know a neighborhood that one of my kids friends lives in and so i kind of slow down to see where they are on the banner and then like say they're going to let me just throw something out like mit and like Olivia has been in the car with me when I've done this and she gets very mad at me and I'm like, wait a minute, you, you guys were in the same classes all through elementary school. How did he get an MIT? What happened? She's like, mom, he lapped me. 
He then started taking like advanced this and da 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 da. And she's like, why does it matter? Like, why? I mean, you're questioning how smart. I'm like, I don't think he's smart enough to go there. And then I'll come upon another one. And I'm like, really? Is she that smart? Like, was she? That? Never driven by a banner and wondered about it. Okay, but you're uh-huh. not you're not in tune with all these kids the way I am. Like, that's you true. Didn't, no fair. That's fair. You didn't like saying. volunteer with them and see them like trying to cut apart an owl pellet and picking their nose the whole time. And you're like, wait, you're going to MIT? Okay, hang that on. Was, that was probably also 15 years well, ago. Well, it was. but I'm, And that's what's okay. so funny about it is I'm kind of like basing my my vision of where they should go to college on when I knew them like in first grade. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But there is that moment and every parent, every mom, maybe not dads, but every mom will admit like your kid was tracking along with a certain kid and you were like thinking, yeah, you know, they're pretty smart, you know? And then all of a sudden, there was a, uh, that kid took there was a, a hard divide. left. There was a divide. And he started going to like the high school. Your kid would come home and tell you, did you know that Jimmy is now like... He's a, he's a junior. He's, they're, a, they're, he's a class of next year. Yeah. Like the security guard comes over from the high school and drives him over to the golf cart. Okay, drives him over You're like, car. what? Uh-huh. Yes. And he's playing four instruments and got a governor's medal. You're like, wait, okay. How did you get left behind? The one with the neck gear, the head gear, mismatched socks. Yes, him. I know. He's now a senior. He's graduating in six weeks. I like this is like Kermit the Frog music. Like the Muppet Show. I love this. I think that for the first time, everyone did very well. Give your give yourselves a round of applause. Everyone did great about teaching ourselves and teaching those around us the difference in Memorial Day and Veterans Day. There was a there was an effort. There was a push from from some pack somewhere, Donald took over and said, this year, we're going to educate everyone about the difference between Memorial Day and Veterans Day. You saw it everywhere this year. And if you dared to post Happy Memorial Day on social oh, media, boy. you got your hand chopped off. Yeah. I've always wondered, I've probably Googled it every year for, for five years just to make sure I was right about it. Okay. One of them is very solemn. One, of, But then, you know, they both are for, you know, for different reasons, maybe, but well, very big reasons. Some are living, some are dead. Veterans Day, always, November 11th. Memorial Day, we just had it this past Monday, if you're listening on Upload Day, today is June 2nd. Memorial Day is always the last Monday in May, and it is a period where it's very solemn. You, you, we remember those who gave their lives the ultimate sacrifice so that we can have the freedoms in, in the country that we have today. All right, Memorial Day, dead. Veterans Day, alive. I certainly knew the difference from sort of like an um, intellectual standpoint, but until your friend Skippy, I remember we were in, up at, in Cashers. Up okay, in, with Skippy, we got to we got to do a, yes. Uh, Skippy was my college roommate. Yes, for the, the 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 blink of an eye that I was at Western Carolina University, a fraternity pledge brother, fraternity brother. Skippy, no, I gave him the nickname. Still to this day, grown man, probably fifty two, is known as Skippy. Yeah. So, and he was in the service, and I remember we were out on a boat up at um, the Mountain House, and I remember him talking about it. And I heard the two of you talking about it, and I just remember thinking, wait a minute. Have I ever been one of those people that has, like, put out there, like, happy memorial, you know what I mean? Like, happy Memorial Day or happy Veterans Day or happy, like, I don't know. I know at some point I probably got it mixed up, and I felt terrible in that moment. And I was thinking, and I told you, until, and I don't know that memes are the right, because memes are usually more of, like, funny things. But, like, until memes kind of came around or, you know, those types of things where, they have the flag and they're like, remember, and it's like a teaching moment, you know, remember, this is what it's for. Like, how did we keep up when we didn't have cell phones or the Google or the, were we just all saying the wrong things? What is the celebration of, cause like the 4th of July is usually like being on the lake and 
fireworks and barbecues and hot dogs and what do you do memorial day yeah what do you what do you think because i always think of it as kind of like spending time with your family and sort of same thing like maybe being out on the lake or having like a family over for a barbecue but like what what i don't know you pray your prayer you talk to god all the time you can have a moment you can pray for family or friend that was you know lost their life in service the armed forces maybe i have to be honest with you i think that a couple of times you i feel like you are <laughs> Making fun of me and my relationship with our Lord and Savior. I, I, listen, I listened to that episode the other day, and when you said that that you you talk to God all the time, which I don't deny. I'm I'm, I know, I'm sure I know you that you do. I just I never see that. Is that Why would you see it? I'm not going to walk I, around the house going. Okay. You know, hey, hey. I was just curious. When is there a certain time during the day? Or just when you have time. You're very busy. I do a lot of it in the shower, and a lot of times, yeah. I'm, I talk to God a lot about you, so maybe I should do it more in front of you. Like He's right here, in case you were confused uh, on who we're talking about. He's hit. This is him. Wow. Okay. Yes. You know what I do want to share though? You did a really amazing thing this week. You put a flapper door onto our dryer vent. And it works when the dryer's on, it flaps. It was super impressive. And I'm not, I'm not even kidding. I appreciate that. I'll tell you what happened there. It was, I don't know if you know this or not, but that's a four inch. That's four inches that, uh, the out, out port thing where the, the, uh, from the vent. Yes, Tom, of course. Ours is three. Most everything that you get is four. So what happened? Uh, Lou and I, at the Windward Parkway location, we made that one. That's homemade. Stop. Using two different pieces. One is a, is a three-incher, putting a four-incher. I said to Lou, we're going to build one. I said, no, if, I, okay. if, I, if I go home without this, I'm, it's not going to be a good thing, Lou. Find and or make a three-incher. This is insane. Did. I did. didn't know that you DIY'd it. It was my idea. For the, I, I want to go. I'm gonna get full credit for this. Yeah, it was my idea. I said, Lou, we got to do this. You got to help me help a brother out. You know? Are you being serious I'm, right I'm, now? Okay, can I make that up? I didn't know what I was looking at. I just saw boxes everywhere. It said four inches. I'm over in the section where you you get filters and things and and the the thing I was looking for a flapper a flapper for the dryer a, a, a dryer flapper. Well, I was really I was very impressed that you got it. I done. appreciate that. There's probably a lot more you can do that you just don't know you can do. What would be the next thing on the list that you would like for me to to complete? Uh, do something new every month in twenty two. I'll take I'll take the month this month June. I'll take no. June. Like what if yours was something new every month? Home improvement. Uh no no. I'm just one one off here. So one off. Um, I would like think for about you... it to the end of the episode. Think okay, about it. To yeah, the end of, let but me we need think to remember to circle it. back around. Uh, anything else you've learned from memes? Um, I have learned that like you you have to have you have to love yourself first. You know, those like, I am strong, I am powerful, I am, you know, I have to like love myself first and then, you know, other people, whatever, can come along or whatever, you know, they cannot, I don't know. It's just like, you you know, you learn all those like things from that kind of stuff. You really have to love yourself to get anything done in this world. Do you know who is given that quote, attributed that quote? Who? Isn't that Lucille Ball? Yes, exactly. If you don't love yourself, you'll always be chasing after people who don't love you either. Uh-huh. I think I've got to go Love yourself it. first so you know what you deserve. How about this? In the letter, this Saturday, issue 114, it's an all love yourself meme and a prayer chapter. All love yourself memes this Saturday. Morning. You know what I think we should start doing? What's that? Is like you pull up the last meme that you like took a picture of every episode because I've got some really good ones and it could be just anything and you just have to tell, you know, say what it is. Okay. Let me put that in the uh, content idea file. Stand by. Do you want to know my last one that I took a picture of? Shh, yes. Okay, here we go. Me, this is a little boy, and he's sitting in a um, he's sitting in a like a, long, a camp chair eating a donut, yep. and it says me having a peaceful retrograde while y'all text your exes and ruin your lives. Send that one to me. I'll include it in the letter. 
put it in there. He's everything. So let's start doing that. We'll just start reading a meme. Let me find one for you. Oh, I've got another one. Okay, wonderful. This is Conway Twitty, and it says, if your dad had hair like this, you've got siblings you've never met. Mm-hmm. That's a Now, good everyone listening right now is saying, wait a minute, wait a minute. I know that meme. Did you include it? I did. You must have really enjoyed it. She won 13, right? Well, you won't send it to me. Okay, you can sign up. Okay, this is my favorite one. When you go to Aldi for bread and end up in the aisle that sells all the mad shit. And he's wearing like an umbrella hat because that's me. If you've ever gone to Aldi, like there's this one aisle that just sells like beach chairs. And it's it's it almost like, I don't even know how to describe it. It's almost like a cheap Costco in one aisle. Like everything you don't need, but you really think you need. Okay, what else you got? That's it. We can just sit here and read memes. Yeah, this. <laughs> okay, here's a good one. Okay, this is a really oh good one. Oh Someone sent me this one. This is so funny. I hate when people say, guess what your ex is doing? No, thanks. I had to do that while we were together. <laughs> oh my God, that is such a good one. Do you want me to tell it again? Please. Okay. I got a joke too. I hate when oh people gosh. say, guess what your ex is doing? No, thanks. I had to do that while we were together. That's oh, good. God, that's good. Okay. I got a joke. All right. Got to find it. Hang on. A man went into the confessional and said to his priest, I almost had an affair with another woman. The priest said, what do you mean almost? He said, well, we got undressed and started rubbing our bodies together but then I stopped the priest said well rubbing together is the same thing as putting it in you're not to see that woman again for your repentance say five Hail Marys and put $50 in the poor box the man left the confessional he said his prayers he walked over to the poor box paused for a moment and then he walked out he left the priest who was watching quickly ran over to him saying, I saw that. You didn't put the money in the poor box, the priest said. The man turned and said to the priest, Yeah, but I rubbed the $50 on the box and according to you, that's the same thing as putting it in. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. All right. Is that not good? It's very good. Carl Appen is executive This produ- is a compelling episode, isn't it? Carl Appen <laughs> is executive producer of the My Second Night podcast. Carl's on vacation this week, but he's going to pop in because we're going to get an update. We're going to get a follow-up about Donna and uh, her claim about the, uh, the, the, the fentanyl murder ring in North Fulton County, where you about made a citizen's arrest last weekend, out of concern. I mean, I certainly don't want to start Young a rumor. running through the woods carrying rope, Donna reports, one shirtless, all without shoes. So we rely on our investigative friends at Black Box and at Appen Media and Appen Podcast Network to get to the latest because they, they can file reports and things like that. Yeah, they can file 14.5-63. That's a foil or a fro. Afro. Friday. It's 2511 Roosevelt Highway in College Park and 1600 Browns Bridge Road in Gainesville. Ask for Donna. Ask for Donna. Ask for Donna. Do ask for her because now is the time to get new furniture. You know what? It's the time to sit on your porch and it's the time to be outside with your kids and it's the time to be like in your yard. And so 
let's talk about the inside of your house, which you need new rugs, you need lamps, you need sectionals, you need all kinds of stuff, mattresses, beds, everything. But let's talk about the outside of your house too. She's got some amazing like outdoor furniture, rocking chairs, patio chairs, different types of umbrellas. And she's got really great fabrics that are completely durable to be outside, which is important. You know, the worst thing is when you buy like a new set to be outside and then the first rain comes and you're like, oh my God, it's messed up already. And you're like so disappointed. So spend your money locally, as we've talked about before, go up there and let her kind of help you with both sections, inside and outside. You know, the rocking chairs that you buy at a big box retailer, you're going to get about how many things done? Six rocks, seven rocks in. If even. And then your paint's going to chip. At Gallery Furniture, get your rock on with your Hinkle Rocker. America-made Hinkle Rocker. And nothing You're a beats, Hinkle rocker. Oh my gosh, nothing beats a great rocker. And Hinkle, it, I mean, it is. It is solid, solid wood and American made. And that's important. Like, again, you go and you get some of this furniture and it's got plywood and batten Tear it apart. Tear yeah, it apart. Like and a, I mean, you know, it's like the, you get it home and you're almost afraid to like sit on it. Or like when you tell your kids to lay down on the mattress, you're like, now listen. Go slow. Go don't, slow. Don't jump on the mattress. Be careful. Don't, you know, don't be, because you're so afraid that this furniture is going to fall apart. This is not the case with the furniture that she sells. The follow on Instagram is at Gallery Furniture GA. We appreciate Donna. Love Donna and Marilyn. Thank you for your support of the My Second Night Podcast. We're also very grateful for support from T-Mobile, experience America's largest and fastest 5G network from Brightmore Healthcare and from Ford. Built Ford tough. FayettevilleFordGA.com. Lifetime powertrain warranty is what you get, whether it's a new Ford or something from the pre-owned lot. And here's the deal. Let me say this, too, about that lifetime powertrain warranty, Don. FayettevilleFordGA.com. The the, the lifetime powertrain warranty is a gift to you. The customer costs you nothing when when you buy a Fable Ford. Uh, it also transfers with you. That lifetime powertrain warranty is good as long as you own that vehicle that you bought from Fable Ford. Even if you move, as long as you get all your service done by a certified ASC technician or a certified ASC mechanic, doesn't matter if you're anywhere in the U.S. or Canada. That lifetime powertrain warranty travels with you. All right, you're adding King George straight to the Spotify. Yes, companies. Troubadour. I was a young troubadour when I wrote in on a song. Straight from MCA Records, Nashville. I mean, can you just see him in those like Wrangler jeans? Wrangler jeans, and he, he, he does the uh, in the round. But he does a square. He just sort of he prints. Yeah, just, but there's four different mics. At he just each walks around midsection of each side. Like, uh-huh. think he's of got kind of his little hand in his pocket. And Norm is always sitting at the soundboard. Uh, Norm is always there, and, and he's got on night. that starched white shirt and that cowboy hat, and he is just. I'm telling you, he's a good looking man. Even old, 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 old. I love George Strait. He's not old, old, old. George would appreciate that. Old, old. No, old, old, I don't mean old. that. But the older he gets, the better he looks. I learned last episode that Clay Walker passed on Austin for Blake Shelton. And Clay probably realizes that was the biggest uh, single mistake, not single, but like song mistake or passing on a song mistake he's ever made in his career because he became a career hit for Blake Shelton. I learned that last episode. I love learning things, especially about country music. Donna, you and I have 45 combined years in country radio, but we still learn every everyday things. I learned this weekend that the song I'm adding to the Spotify Hypes on playlist for episode 259. We'll go with that. Okay. No, it is. Was was written by Jamie Johnson, Dallas Davidson, and Randy Hauser. How about that? Now, Randy and Dallas, I see it. Jamie Johnson, though, had a, had a hand in writing this song. Jamie Johnson. I can see it. 
was one of three writers on Honky Tonk Badonkadonk. Which, okay. I choked on my soft pretzel, pretzel truest part. Which I told you and Tug this weekend. Tug has uh, worked with you on radio for years um, and is a good friend. I told you guys, I am convinced this is when Trace Atkins' marriage started to fall apart from Rhonda. Is when he hit the badonkadonk. And he'd have those girls up there on stage just twerking in those like tight, tight cut-off shorts with their rearies. Like right around him. Ron, Ron thought Trace was having every night. He was having an, an open audition to become I'm one telling of the, the Donkey Donk ladies, girls. It, it, yeah, Mm-mm. and he just kept saying. And I'm not Ron, saying that happened. No, but he just kept saying to Ronda, "You like them purses, you." I'm get. not saying it didn't either. He said, "You like them purses, you able to go buy Ronda for you and your mom all the time." And she's like, "Yeah, but that doesn't mean I want you up there on that stage prancing around with girls with no clothes on." He's like, "Ronda, that's what pays the bills." Cod, what are you doing, you big cod? What's a cod? Did I told you that? It's a fish. Anytime he saw me, that's what he'd say. Kelly, Jack, you big cod. How you doing, you big old cod? <laughs> you better, he's had, you get that deep voice, a deep voice, deep in the mind, even when I pitch it. Kelly, Jack, give me some black coffee. It's terrible. Well, in the morning, to be here to your little radio okay, you show. you can't say that. You big cod. What have you been doing, you big old cod? What's that mean? She's like a big old fish. <laughs> King George Strait Troubadour. And a song I'm shocked that Jamie Johnson had a hand in writing. Honky Tonk and Donkey Donk, Trace Atkins, both go to the Spotify Heights on playlists uh, for season three. There are three seasons, one playlist for every season of this podcast. Season Trace is what you search for, T-R-E-S. And when you fly Atlanta-based Delta, you can enjoy all three Spotify Heights on playlists as you fly wherever you may be going. Safely and comfortably board your Delta jet. You can also explore 259 episodes now of the Cadillac Jack My Second Night Podcast. When you fly Delta, Atlanta's hometown airline. I got some music I want you to hear. So, don't you love a good party band? Yes. I mean, I'm talking about a band that can play anything. Like Doug, Clark, Doug, you like Doug Clark and the Hot Nuts. Who? Well, okay, so they were big on the fraternity sorority circuit when I was at UGA. And they were called Doug Clark and the Hot Nuts. And they'd pass out these hats. And they played at every fraternity party. And they could play, like, anything from the Green Onion. Do you know what the Green Onion is? I don't. Oh, my gosh. I know the Green Egg. They were live. so uh, they good. Live. They were yes. live with, with instruments. Yes. How about a horn section? Yes. Brass section? Depending on how many made it through. Or through what the, the budget was for through, the fraternity. Yeah, through the fraternity. Uh, the, yeah. The Platinum Bandana. Headlining Saturday night's Alpharetta Brew Moon Fest. Four lead singers. Brass section. Horns. Twelve members, I think. Twelve member band. And they play your, 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 your jam band favorites. Sign, seal, deliver. Got it. Two female lead singers. Lead singers. And you know they've got those moves down. Makes you wonder what, Donna. Hey, hey, hey. Yes. I mean. Yes, I love a good party band. I do too. They're not playing to tracks. No. They're not tracked. They're yeah. live. Horn, I love a good horn section. It's going to be drummer. so, so pretty this weekend too. And if you, um, again, if you've been waiting to come to our beautiful city, this is a great weekend to come out. Here's what happens. Brew Moon Fest is this. It's a party in, in, in downtown Alpharetta. We're 30 miles directly north of downtown Atlanta. Awesomealpharetta.com. Here's what happens at the Brew Moon Fest. There's literally dancing in the streets. They shut the, they shut the streets down. And you are encouraged to dance in the streets. You are encouraged to enjoy live entertainment. You are encouraged to enjoy cold beer. It is, after all, the Alpharetta Brew Moon Fest. Cold beer responsibly, of course. It's happening this weekend. This Saturday, June the 4th, downtown Alpharetta. It is from 6.30 until 11 p.m. with Jekyll Brewing. And you buy a ticket for 20 bucks. You get to dance in the streets. You get the platinum band. Uh, you buy some drink tickets for your, for your cold beer. 
but you come out and you have a great time, bring your, your neighbors, bring your friends, bring your coworkers, and have a good time at the Alfred Brew Moon Fest. Yeah, that's a great point. Like, and you can also bring out your kids. You know, that's the great thing about Alfreda too, is it is family friendly. And so, you know what, come out and if you got little kids, bring them in their strollers and get you a couple of beers, walk around the city, just have a day out. Um, and let them have fun. And if you're also, like you said, if you want to hang out with your neighbors, it's a great, great place to get everybody together. Go down there and just hang out for the day. So great. Uh, tables are available. VIP packages are available too. For information about that, if interested, awesomealfreda.com. Alfreda Brew Moon Fest. Over 30 partner hotels in Awesome Alfreda. Doesn't matter where you want to stay. Doesn't matter your, your, your price point, your budget. Doesn't matter. You want to be near restaurants. You want to be near retail. We got it all. With 30 partner hotels at awesomealfreda.com, you're going to find the hotel that you are going to be comfortable in that's at your price point, but also around you know, everything that you want to do is around you, very close in proximity to your hotel. Also, savor the boulevard at Avalon this Sunday, this Sunday, awesomealfreda.com for details. Play a while, stay a while, and find your awesome. Guests of the My Second Night Podcast State Properties owned and managed by Paramount Hospitality Management. The brands you know depend on and trust. Marion Hilton and Weston. Carl Appen, the executive producer of Cadillac Jack, my second act, joins us next. It doesn't get more real than when you promise to spend the rest of your life with someone. An excellent wedding experience for any guest starts with location. Your guests want to be close to the wedding venue, restaurants, and shopping. They want a comfortable place to rest their heads at the end of the night. Being surrounded by family and friends on your wedding day makes it one of the most memorable days of your life. Your best friend from college, your grandma, your childhood bestie, have different tastes and budgets. So your choice of host hotel is Paramount. And that's our name. Paramount Hospitality Management offers nearly 300 rooms and three hotel properties in Noonan. Town Place Suites by Marriott, Hampton Inn by Hilton, and Home Two Suites by Hilton. Paramount, the brand you know, Depend on and trust Hilton, Marriott, Weston. It would be our honor to host your guests on the weekend of the most significant event in your life. He wears a lot of hats around here. He is director of content and development, Don, I think, right? At the uh, Appen podcast network new media operations all of that he has business cards he is also the executive producer of the Cadillac Jack My Second Act podcast so in addition to all the hats he wears for the empire that is known as Appen Media Group and Appen Podcast Network he finds the time Donna to uh, keep us between the lines keep us between the rails I have to say of all of our producers and that would be his brother Hans and the fabulous Preston he's my favorite PT? Well, yeah, I mean, I hate to pick favorites, and I hate to have favorites. Wait a minute, are you Carl's on the line, and you're you're, you're declaring that PT was your favorite? Producer. No, that Carl. Oh, is. I thought, wow, you're going to say that? Too? I knew that that was the case. That yes. you like PT more than anybody, but I just thought, wow. To, no, to, to I admit didn't. That with Carl on the line, I actually didn't. Ah, uh, okay, all right. Carl, how are you? I am Devon. This episode might have to uh, accidentally disappear. Why? No, I'm just I'm just saying Hans or Preston are going to hear it. And oh, we're going to lose the tape forever. Oh, they, they don't listen. They don't listen. Oh, no, they, <laughs> they, they, they do. They don't. They don't. They don't. That's fine. We had a conversation last episode, Carl. Uh, Donna yep. told a story, very long story. It's a lot of turns, a lot of twists. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but a great story about, yes, go ahead, Donna. Kept you on the edge of your seat, didn't Yes, it? all of that. So Donna believes that she has thwarted a... Potentially. Okay. Yeah, last episode you were sold, though. You were in. You, you're waiting on a medallion. Well, I was, police. I was high coming off. I had a lot of high. Well, I had a lot of adrenaline coming off of this adventure, okay. you know. You compared your strength and, and, and wiseness to Superman, I believe, in the episode? I just said that I understand now how Batman feels because right. Batman, right. I somehow find myself in these situations all the time, not by my own doing, and I think that's what happens with, like, Superman or Clark Kent or someone. They're just trying to live their okay. lives. All right, fantastic. So, And you, we, de- you decided to not put on the mask. That's correct. We, well, we, yes. We wondered what the end result was because we don't know. And I said, you know, you, you said we can call Richie. I said, of course you can. Officer Richie with the Alfred Department of Public Safety. I said, or Appen Media gets the blotters. Donna was wanting to know how we get some follow-up about what happened uh, to the kids, one of them shirtless, uh, carrying a rope allegedly. through the woods. What? Well, Why is it allegedly now? Well, I saw him with a rope, but I mean, I don't know. Maybe okay. they were just Carl, like, I apologize. Maybe this isn't a good time to have you were, on. I'm sorry. I thought well, they, I've just had some time to think about. It. Like maybe they were just go like because Charlotte brought it to me. She's like, what if they were just like going to swing over a river or, a, or something? Okay. See, I want, like how is this like a like a multiple people had to carry the rope kind of thing? Like how big of a rope? Because the rope was what really threw me off when I was listening. It was a pretty thin rope, and there were like four or five of them, and they just ditched their car in the middle of no, no, the rope specifically. Though, how big was the, the rope? I don't know. I just saw a rope, and I was like, "What in okay, the hell?" But, well, but I mean, is it like well, something that you you would what, Carl? That you would you would tie up a tugboat well, with? I was I was just thinking like, if I'm a high schooler, what am I getting a rope out for? And the big like the only real the real thing I could think of was okay, I'm in Milton, and I went off roading, and my truck is stuck. And so I'm running into the woods to like go help somebody pull my little Honda out. But it doesn't make sense that it would have been in their little sedan. Yeah. yeah which was in fair condition. Unless they were fair it's condition. Dark. It's dark, but Donna knows it's in fair condition. It was black and in fair condition. Because I knew they were going to ask me like all kinds of you know statistics about the people in the car yep. and everything. Here, here's the thing. You, you could be right because they could have been leaving the car and walking out to the road. To go assist someone. How big was the rope, though? And I that can't will, remember. That will solve it. It was maybe. dark. I don't know. But you, it was dark. But you knew that the car was in fair condition. I got a good look at it. Okay. If one of them is in handcuffs, I could totally see if if whoever wherever the car that was in the woods was, if it was on a private property, then the cops don't have them. They're arrested. And if there were just blocks and blocks of fentanyl in the trunk. Sure. He'd be placed in handcuffs for sure. Yeah, I think so. But, that's, but yep. we don't have knowledge of that, Doc. No. Which brings me to the question, Carl. How do yeah. we find out? How, what is the proper protocol? What are the steps? Is it, is it the foil? Is it the file? Is it the, uh, it yeah. starts with an F. And, and, and so to find out the, the, you know, if you need to get a report or you need to know what's going on with your local law enforcement, this just doesn't apply to Milton and Alpharetta. This is anywhere. Uh, you sure. do what? What's well, the process? It, so it kind of does actually depend on where it is. And when I listened to the show, when it came out yesterday, I was trying to think about how we could really get to the bottom of what kind of went down. And the idea was, um, if it was in Milton, it's a little bit harder. And I looked, and depending on where it happens in Milton, depends on who's going to respond to it. And so Alpharetta would be super easy to find out. Um, so I looked, and the only thing that was kind of close was on Birmingham Highway. There was something late on the 28th that was uh, a theft of vehicle parts. Is all it said. So it was an arrest was made about the theft of vehicle parts. And that's something where you can go on and just like see the event searches. So Alpharetta will give you like a little map 
of all the incidents of where the police well, that's kind of them. That's very kind. You can click. You can. It, no, it is, and you can really, click on what happened. Uh, the difference is, so Milton does not offer that service. So yeah. when does Milton stuff become available? Because because the holiday weekend, you know, we were joking, Donna. Off, we didn't talk about this during the podcast, but if you if you broke the law and got arrested, like on Thursday night, no, Friday morning, you're screwed because it was a memorial. It was, memorial Day was Monday, and the judges aren't in. If you get it taken care of over the weekend, nobody finds out about it. What does that? that mean? That? How do you get it taken care rule? of? What's that rule? Well, so right now, so we get, and this is, I was just checking before we came on, but uh, we get the report digest every day, but it's only every business day. It's still a public record, but nobody's, if nobody knows to go look for it, in theory, you could get booked in on a Friday. About that. You get it taken care of over the weekend, Monday morning, it's a business day. They go to go pull the records to send the digest to everybody. And then all of a sudden, because you had it taken care of, you're no longer now, on there. I understand. D- d- define taken care of. <laughs> I guess mean? I guess that also depends on what uh, what municipality you're in. But you could, uh, in between like those 48 hours, somehow figure out a way to get uh, the charges dropped. Hmm. Well, you need some good rep- representation. Oh, for I, that, I think. Yeah. So how do you do that? Who do you call for that? My goodness, I wish I yeah. had that number through my life. Uh, okay. Yeah. So, all right. Well, how's the beach? The beach is divine. I'm very sunburned walking around. Well, you've got to put on your sunscreen, Carl, because I'm telling you, later in life, that's very important. Mama's here. Mama's here. Very Carl. important. Mama's you here. don't want to get burned. That is true. Mm-hmm. I uh, I try I tried to put some on, but I was on the boat for a long time. So then, by the time uh, I got back to shore. The sunscreen was long gone. They're on yachts, Donna. The Avon boys are on yachts in the, in the middle of the Atlantic was, Ocean. Well, you need to be careful because I actually sent um, an article to you today, Caddy, yes. about a girl who is from Georgia who I think was stung by a stingray, which that makes sense if you got stung by a stingray. But she had to be taken to the hospital. So, Carl, be very careful. You need to stay in ankle-deep water. I think ankle-deep is enough Shuffle your feet. And be prepared to pee on yourself. All right, we're going to add one to the... Spotify hypes on playlist for executive producer Carl app. And this is a surprise for everybody. Surprise oh. everybody. What song are we going with? I'm going to go with uh, Lonely Boy, Black Keys. Oh, now that's a good one. Yeah. Who? Only because we're talking about off-roading. It's a t- typical off-roading song. I love that. What is it again? The Black Keys, Lonely Boy. All right. How are things? Are we, uh, we healthy? Yep. We healthy? Any feedback? Any C&Ds from the record labels or publishers or anything lately from the home office? I just stopped checking the mail. Fantastic. Let's continue that way. <laughs> Tell Mrs. Zappin we said hi. Future Mrs. Zappin. I will do it. All right. Thanks for everything. Bye, Bye Carl. Carl. See you. Bye. I got a home with Keeps Me Waiting. Ooh. Girl's going to miss the sing-along. I got a love that keeps me waiting. I'm a lonely the Black Keys, Lonely Boy. It's a bonus addition to the Spotify Heights on Playlist, a component of the My Second Act podcast. I'm going to take the responsibility, the weight of do something new every month in 22, the weight of June, the month of June off of you, Donna. And I'm going to, as I promised earlier this episode, I think I'll probably get around to doing this. Is, is the month started yet? Yeah. If you're listening on upload day, today's the second. So we're two days in. Uh, what one thing you said did well with the uh, the laundry room uh, vent fluffer thing? Yeah. So so uh, I'm willing to do something else on the list. Okay. Of, of, of things. Um. Okay. It's like be nice to me every day. That's just one thing. And something then around the house. Okay. Around yeah. The house. But that's an additional thing. And then also, um, 
I want you to rent, get one of those big old things, like go back and see your friend at the Home Depot and get one of those carpet cleaner things, like the industrial okay. one, okay. and clean mm-hmm. all the carpet in the house. We're saving because they want, they're, right. they're going to give me an option. Uh, B. B. No. What would B be? No. Why? I mean, why do you need an option? I don't know that I, I don't know that I want to. Okay. Do the that. other one is go get, um, go mm. get pine straw and spread it. See. Oh my God! You don't get to keep choosing what your one thing is. See, give me one more. Give me three. See, you have actually spread pine straw before. You're capable of doing that. I I didn't do it well. I didn't do it. Clean out the garage. I mean, really? You're you're you. Take the things to the Goodwill. Call the guy in the little truck to come get everything that you can't give to Goodwill, like pillows and blankets and all that crazy stuff. Have you ever tried to like sneak things through to Goodwill and they they're always like you not give them. Oh my gosh! There's always someone you there. Trying to like give them old paint cans or something. Yes, and there's always someone there who's. And I don't mean Please. this to. No, I don't mean this to sound bad, but they're very hyper focused on like their job. So, yeah, yeah. So I've tried this. I'm going to call myself out again. I've tried this at two different. I've gone to because we have three in our vicinity. So I went to one and I put it in what I thought was attractive items. Okay. What well, what is it? Paint cans. Oh, you're not kidding. No. So I put <laughs> I put the paint cans inside what I deem attractive items that they would want. Like a big ticket item. Big ticket item. Like a nice like a nice dress or a, a sundress. No, this was actually I went full boat. This was like an old TV, but it was sort of a Get the it, file. No, it was a flat screen, but it was not like a huge one. It was like an older one, almost like a computer monitor, but could pass as a flat screen. Do and you know the, paint, what the paint cans went where? So it, that was in, I put it in a huge box. Okay. And then around uh-huh. that, this is where it gets good. I put some Christmas wreaths, which Christmas items do well, do very well at the Goodwill. So I had Christmas wreaths. Mask your hazardous materials with, with Christmas wreaths before you go to And then I had rogue Christmas lights, which that's what tripped me up. And a couple Pretty nice towels that maybe we had cleaned some cat pee with, but they didn't know that at the time. Okay. So he got in there and started digging through that box and I was already out to my car and he's like, ma'am, 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 ma'am. And he came running out and said, we can't take paint cans. It's illegal. It's against the law. And I'm like, show me the law. Okay. First of all, show me the law. There's no law that says it's like taking that tag off of your mattress or your pillow. It's not a, it's kind of like turning left on red. Okay. Tonight, if you have been, if you have been holding onto a tag on your mattress or your pillow, because you're so afraid you can't cut it off, cut it off, cut it off. So crazy. So uh, he was like, we can't take these paint cans. And so I'm like, okay, well I don't, and this is what I was like, I don't want them back. He goes, well, it's, it's your paint cans. And I said, I'm not taking them back. And he's like, ma'am, you have to. They can't stay on the curb. We can't throw them away and we can't accept them. And I, was, I got back in my car and I was like, self, should I just hit the gas and drive off? And I thought, no, I'm not going to put this little person in a predicament to where then they have to deal with the paint right. cans. So I became the bigger person and I got out and I kind of huffed and puffed. I'm like, and I said to him, this is ridiculous because it's not a law. Next time I come back, you better have that printed out to show me. Or what? I don't know. I thought he wouldn't be back. But so then I tried it again at a different one because I was just so, because you can't get rid of these things. It's like, you can't, you can't put them in your trash. You can't, and you have to wait for some collection day, you know, it's like large electronic 
you know, when they buy back your medicine or like all that yeah. stuff. And so it's like, oh, I don't have time to wait for this. I don't want to wait for this. And I tried it again and damned if one of those people didn't come out again. Ma'am. Different location though. Different location. Different gender. This was a girl who was also very serious and sort of angry. She was like, pop your trunk, pop your trunk. And so let me tell you this. So then I did pop my trunk and she put them back there. And because you know how I forget, like I have returns in the back of my trunk. I have some road tennis shoes. Yes. It's always something. And I'm like, one day I'm driving and I'm like, what is that noise? And it was these paint cans jingle jangling around the back of my trunk. And I was so mad. I was like, if they had just damn taken these things. And then, but this is the whole problem. I'm driving them around and I'm like, where am I going to leave them? Nowhere. It's against the law. Where are they right now? Back in the garage, back on the shelf, waiting to catch fire. Or waiting for, uh, what is the, the, like when you don't have to pay your library fee and you take your books back and they don't, they don't like look at you weird. Oh, like tax that tax day. Tax back back day or whatever. Yeah. Or like you get your parking things. Um, Clemency. Clemency. Yes. Uh, What is Paint clemency. Clarence Clemens paints Simmons. Well, here's the thing. That's why I want you to take over this project because if you call the 1-800-JUNK, they will take all of that stuff. They don't care. Now, I don't know what the hell they do with it. Robert, try to slip it into Goodwill. I'm going to go with D. Which is what? Do nothing? Our thanks to executive producers. Got Carl in the panhandle. Sunburnt. You got Hans in the keys with uh, Christine. His wife, Kidless, I believe, right? Yes. Let me just tell a funny thing about Hans in the Keys. Hans comes out to talk to me in the parking lot the other day, and we're talking. And he said, hey, I know you guys have been to the Keys. We're going. We're going. You know, we're not taking the kids. What should we do? And I said, oh, you got to go to Louis Back Porch. Amazing restaurant food, on yeah. the beach. You've got to do this um, Big Bubba's um, jet skiing thing. And mm, you, you, you got to go down to, you know, into the in, CD part. To the CD part. The CD part and you've yeah. got to go to the nudie bar. Absolutely. And he's like, oh, my God. Heidi in the office recommended that they go see the place with all the cats. The Hemingway's Ernest house. Hemingway's house. Yeah. And which is on the National Register. And a national park. Heidi is a receptionist. Yes. And, and we, accounting and everything. We've got like a nudie bar. You know, yeah. it's just like, well, oh my listen, God. Listen, we're going to the seedy area. So I mean, we're, not, we're not even going to check in to our hotel before we go check out the seedy area. Speak for yourself. Uh-huh. I mean, like, I'm not. I, I'm not all seedy. Okay. Yeah, I'm not all seedy either. But if you go to Key West, you don't go to a state park. Maybe you do go to a state park, but you don't go there first. Oh, you don't talk about the time that you couldn't make it back to Miami on the return because we had to pull over and throw up about every third mile. Uh, have you ever gone across the nine mile bridge? I have not, not, not with anyone as sick as you were that return yeah. trip. Yes, in yeah. a convertible, the sun baking down on you. I mean, remember seriously. when we pulled in behind the, the bus, the tours, the tour bus, of elderly the, people, yeah, there were like eighty people, eighty year old women and men that had been to Key West for a wine and dine event or something, and there was a young lady thrown up in the bushes at a Wendy's. I couldn't do it. I mean, I could not make it across that. That was the long. It's, it's called like what's it called? Like the longest bridge in the world. Yeah. Uh, thank you to uh, the Appen Podcast Network, the Appen Family, Hans and Carl. The letter is our e-newsletter component to the podcast. It's a fun four-minute read delivered to your inbox for free. And that happens every Saturday morning at 9.10. Subscribe for free text, Left on Red. Red is the color, R-E-D, Left on Red, to the number 228-228-2828. Production assistance from Steve Mitchell and Dingo Studios in Atlanta. New episodes on Tuesday and Thursday of Cadillac Jack, my second act, part of the App and Podcast Network. <laughs>